When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. If you having girl problems, I feel bad for you, son. I got 99 problems, but a bitch ain't one. I got the rap patrol on the cat patrol. Foes that want to make sure my cask is closed. Rap critics saves money, cash holes. I'm from the hood, stupid. What type of facts are those? If you grew up with holes in your zap of toes, you celebrate the minute you was having dope. I'm like, fuck critics, you can kiss my whole asshole. If you don't like my lyrics, you can press fast forward. Got beef with radio, if I don't play they show, they don't play my hits. I don't give a shit, so Rap Max try and use my black ass So advertisers could give them more cash for ads Fuckers, I don't know what you take me as Or understand the intelligence that Jay-Z has I'm from rags, the richest niggas, I ain't dumb I got 99 problems, but a bitch ain't What's up? This is John Boy and Jake Radio It is April 22nd It's Problems Week, Jake This was decided after Judge went down He wears number 99 it's a problem that he went down, so Jordan decided it's going to be Problems Week. Okay. So we got Jay-Z Problems. We got two more coming up, and then Thursday's open. He's leaving it open if you have one, if the listeners have one. Problems. Problems. You got any problems this morning? How you doing? Yeah, I'd like to F I got an effing problem. That's a song. ASAP a- Rocky? Um... I'm good, Jim. Not not too many problems. Um, I just went to check, like when Jay Z's put out some new tunes. I guess he did with Kanye. He did an album. He did an album with Beyonce. Yeah. In 2018, which I don't know any of the songs. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, and then before that, man, it's 2011. With Kanye, like cl- right? Close to 10 years, yeah. He's old, man. He's like 50 years old. I know, but I don't know. respect, respect he's a, the game, He's a business, man. man. I know he is, um, and I get that. But still, I mean, I, you feel like someone like Jay-Z would still want to put in every, like, five years, maybe? Yeah, I don't know. But Eminem came that, back with an album to try and prove that he was still, like, the best, and it kind of sucked, so. Right. Um, Don't tell Ryan Rucco. I won't tell Rucco you said that. Um, and that song, 99 Problems, um, and this shows a little bit of my, you know, where I dip my toe in the music world. I'm a big fan of the Cookie Monster version of that song, if if you want to bring that up real, real quick. Um, maybe I could sign you the link. Uh, but, I mean, that's music. Uh, I think it's, is it called 99, 99 Cookies? No, I think it's just Cookie Monster Rap to Jay-Z 99 Problems. I got 99 problems, but I cookie not one. I got the bouncy roll on the band patrol. The first one is my cookie jar is closed. the money cookies is old. From the street, stupid, the type of cookies are old. This is... So, I mean, I wouldn't say that's great music, but I appreciate the hustle. I think this is a... A funny while you were younger thing. Kiss my blue asshole. That's good. 
It's good. <laughs> it's entertainment. Um, oh. Problems. No, I'm I'm all right. Happy Easter. Happy Passover. Um, do you do anything for Easter? Like, did you and Jess even like do like any type of Easter like anything? The most no, we I did, did not. Most I did I, was I ate a Reese's peanut butter Easter cup. Like one of those yeah, eggs. I mean that's it's rubbing it in my face a little bit. No, I I think if you looked at the holiday depth chart. Easter has just dropped. Um, you need kids. And I, you need little kids to do the egg hunting stuff. You need the little kids. Um, or you need to believe religion, in Jesus. Religion, yeah. it's one of those religion holidays a little bit. and But like you could say the same almost with Christmas a little bit, but Christmas isn't going to fall off, so that means Easter has to fall off a little bit. I mean, I had no idea it was Easter until like Thursday last week, I think someone said something. Same. Like, my oh parents boy. were like, yeah, we're going to Aunt Carol's for Easter. And I said, oh, am I going? And I was like, oh, it's Sunday. I can't go. Yeah. I think I just wasn't invited because I knew I wouldn't be able to go. So I had no East, idea. Easter's, well, whatever you got to tell yourself. But yeah, Easter's probably taking the biggest hit amongst holidays. Um, well, and in my well, family. Well, I, well, Christopher Columbus Day. Nothing's ever going to take as big a hit as Christopher Columbus Day. Are you joking? It's right next to my birthday. That's a goddamn festival week for me. Christopher Columbus and it's Day. Native, it's Native Americans Day. It just changed names. Yeah, but it used or, to be. It used to be a day that you got off no matter what. Like, say it was a Wednesday, you got it off. Right. And then they sandwiched it into a weekend holiday, and would give you like the Monday off. And now it's nothing. You don't get anything off. That's still a festival. Yeah, you do. It's uh it's what do they call it now? It's it's national uh it's like indigenous people holiday. I don't think you get work and school they off. They just it changed used, the name. It used to be a bank don't speak holiday. for me. I'm <laughs> celebrating. Um and I I'd say I'd say Easter's the number one. I think Thanksgiving's the two hole. Thanksgiving's really fallen off. Just cause when you actually think about it, it's like, okay, Thursday off to eat food. Yeah, but a um, lot of people a lot of people say say that Thanksgiving is their number one. There's a lot of people out there saying Thanksgiving is their number one. Oh, so. yeah. I'm just, I'm telling my family oh, stuff. Oh, your chart. family. That's, what, oh, that's okay. what this is. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Didn't you always do Thanksgiving Wednesday? No. I thought there was always a holiday you did the day before. Uh, we opened, we used to open presents on Christmas Eve mm. just because my mom hated cleaning up the, like the mess in the morning from opening all the new toys and stuff. Nice. How was your Friday? Do you even remember it? We have to put a score in the official log. I mean, it was a good Friday. Pay me now or eat the cookie dough. I'm addicted to money, cookies, and hoes. Um, Friday was uh, no idea. We had the night. Was it night game, Yankee game? They bounce back and win. I think we Friday night rain games in the Bronx becoming yeah, a thing. A, That's a it was tradition. A weird game. Yeah. 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 Um. Friday day, um, you know what? It was it was nice weather out. I got some work done, but it was kind of preparing for Saturday because I was going to be watching. Saturday was going to be Yankees game in the morning, and then ideally a little pool if it ended on time, which it did. It was like a real. It was like eighty in Denver on Saturday, so after the Yankee game, went out to the pool for a little bit. Had. Uh, saw a couple people there and then went to the Rockies game Saturday night. So, no, Friday was just kind of a buffer day. It was kind of get, it's kind of like a get our ducks in a row for the weekend for Yankee stuff and anything else we need to do. I'll give it uh, just a six, six on the nose. It's Friday. Six on the nose. All right. Cool. 
Friday was fantastic day for I. Mm. I don't know what I did before the game, but we got a shout out on Yes Network from David right. and Michael Cohn, and I was smiling ear to ear the rest of the night. Plus the Yankees won. Plus I think there was something I did before Friday, like the, during the day that I enjoyed, but I can't remember it. Right. But I remember writing down in my notebook that I keep by my desk, good day. At the what end time of the day. did you write that? At night. Okay. Well, yeah. Yeah. So the I'm shout out was pretty big. Pretty big. I'm not going to get that all the time. Yeah. I got to let same with like when I broke the news. That's not going to happen all the time. So these are right. special days. So I'm going so where are you seven. Put it? I'm going seven, eight. All time high? No, it's tied with when I broke the news day. Perfect time to say goodbye. Coming back like Jordan wearing the four or five. It's just to play games with you. My average Jay-Z. day is blowing you out the water. Yeah, man. It must be nice. It's not really. I have a 5.88. You have a 5.7. Norton Saltines over here. <laughs> uh, let's get into sports. There's a lot of sports to talk about. So I feel you like... don't want to talk about the Snorton Saltines phrase I just made up. It sounded good. I thought it, I didn't. I thought it was so good. You didn't even make it up. It's a good phrase for if times are bad. Yeah, Snorton Saltines. Yeah, that's not bad. <laughs> what? How does that help? <laughs> what? <laughs> Why are you doing that? That's how bad things are. You just say something things. terrible. You know, I'm squeezing thumbtacks over here. Why? Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Why would you need to do that? Just to feel anything. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. Sometimes I cut myself to see how much it bleeds. It's a pain. Sudden rush for me. See, I can wrap. Do we, do we want to? You could wrap. That was pretty good. Do you want to do a little Thrones? Should that be a halftime thing? Let's do Thrones at halftime. And okay. there was something else I wanted to do before we got into the sports. But now I completely forget. Big week for you. Avengers Endgame coming out? Yeah, I don't. I, I'm booted off Six Pack Cinema's review. Yeah. Because I would bring nothing to the table. Yeah, it's a kind, kind of a good deal for everyone involved. We did that. They made me go see Thor Ragnarok. Yeah. And yeah. I would just sunk the review because I was like, this is so stupid. Right. And then they were trying to re- review the movie and then they throw it to me and I just say, I can't believe you guys like this. Yeah, it's not your genre. And uh, different I strokes. Felt, I felt terrible. So I was like, I just I ruined the podcast when we do these movies. So not seeing Endgame. What is it like you just you just can't get your heart into it at all? Thor was a bad movie like um, Deadpool Thor Ragnarok. Yeah, Deadpool. The first one, really good movie. The second one, not bad. Uh, I And like I've seen all the Marvel on Netflix, Jessica Jones. Uh, I watched all of them. I forget. I can't right. blank it on their names now. The. Uh, I watched all of them besides nice. the rich guy that fights. I watched Daredevil, Jessica Jones, Batman. No, that's not on Netflix. Anyway, so Different I can do I can fights. do some superhero stuff. Thor right. Ragnarok was like a bad movie. Like structure Goldblum. Like structurally, it was terrible. The jokes were written by ten year olds, but everyone in that universe that loves Marvel was just right. lapping it up. And I was like, "You guys are crazy! Like this wasn't good." It's the same way a lot of people would say that we look at baseball. It's it's their world. That's how they like it. It's true. I, that's true. That's why, like, yeah. I, I'm not saying 
Well, I am. Thor was bad. I'm sure there's better versions. That movie was bad. <laughs> that movie was bad. I was pissed off that they were. Ch- I thought they were going to be like, yeah, well, this wasn't one of the better ones. And I they like, were like Thor Ragnarok. It's a terrible movie. It's good. It's like you just snap your fingers. And now you're somewhere else. Oh, I hit this Thanks. by accident, but we'll go right into it. The Yankees took three out of four from the Royals. The starting pitching was good. The bullpen was bad. Clint Frazier's going off right now, and Aaron Judge got hurt. Probably going to miss a month or two. The Mets lost two out of three to the Cardinals. They now have the same exact record as the New York Yankees. Both are 11 and 10 on the season. Another bad start from Noah Syndergaard hurt them on Sunday. DeGrom is out with elbow soreness, was scheduled to leave and fly back to New York to get an MRI, then had a catch and said, nah, maybe scratch the MRI. I feel okay. Weird. The Nets are down 3-1 to one to the Phillies. Jared Dudley and Jimmy Butler were both the Phillies, the 76ers, yeah. Jared Dudley and Billy Butler are ugh, fucking shit. Baseball rules my mind. Jared Dudley and Jimmy Butler were both fined for their involvement in the scuffle in game four. And the Islanders are patiently waiting to find out who they will be playing in round two. Billy oh, Butler, former Yankee great, getting a shout out. Yeah. Yeah, just uh, just see Butler and I say Billy. I guess that's that's really dumb. Really dumb. Billy idea. Butler could hit, man. Country Breakfast, good nickname too. Career two ninety batter. Yeah, good for him. Uh, and yeah, Country Breakfast is tough to beat. Um, yeah, let's see. Uh, yeah, our Nets. I, I guess there was a controversial foul call on Jared Allen down the stretch of of the the last game. Um, I don't know. I, this, I'll go a little sports talky radio on you that like, I'll, I'll go skip Bayless for a second. The, the worst thing the Nets did was win the first game of this series. Cause then they were on the Sixers radar. Um, that would be the bad sports radio version of it, but I think it's also partially true. Um, and, and the big one was when the Sixers rested Embiid and they still, they blew him out. I mean, that, that kind of changed almost everything in this series. Um, a lot of Jim Jared Dudley lately, though. We like that, Jim. What do you got on the whole scuffle? Uh, it's the Super, Super Bowl scuffle. No, it's, uh, I mean, it was it was actually pretty legit for basketball. Kind of. Yeah, 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 yeah. For basketball, it was pretty legit. I mean, we, we got bodies going downwards, <laughs> which you don't often get that in basketball. I will, I will say the flagrant on Embiid. Sure. Looked bad in lifetime. Like, it looked like vicious. I was like, whoa, dude. Vicious. Why'd you why'd you hit do it so hard? <laughs> yeah. So from so from Dudley's angle, he doesn't have replay and like all the other angles. Like who knows what he saw, but he just saw his arm swing that hard to block yeah. the shot and then the player go down. He doesn't know if it was all ball. He's just like, fuck that. Right. Um, and his job is big bully, protect his teammates. That's what he said in his post game. Dudley or Embiid? Dudley said, like, I'm fine with uh I'm fine with like Butler coming in. I'm fine with playing hard, uh, but that's my job. I got to protect our teammates. That's a dude who has a lot of flagrance in his history, and uh, I, he can't get away with that. Something like that to that tone. He's like, I'm fine with it all. Uh, I'm fine with him injecting ejecting me. He's like, I just that's my job out here is to protect my guys, and I thought I had to do it right there. It's a good good thing. Jared Dudley's had kind of the dream NBA career. 
And like I, I think he's he's gonna probably hang out on NBA benches for another two, three years, and then he'll become like an assistant coach immediately. Yeah, it's assistant coach I, for sure. Yeah, I mean that's that's what he is. He's the veteran presence. This is his uh, what year in the league? I mean, eleventh year in the league. Boston College guy, uh, San Diego. Jim, did you know that? Grew up there. Yeah, I did because I, I, the wedding that I filmed that he was at was all they were all childhood friends that played played basketball together in San Diego. San Diegans, um, yeah. I mean, he's never had a season where he's averaged ten shots a game. He just kind of does his thing. And dude, he's been a big part in this playoff series. So maybe I'm I'm underselling the rest of his career, but um, well, <laughs> I think there's also some people on Nets Twitter that wish he wasn't as big of a part in this playoff series. Uh, besides the enforcer. I, what about this, though? Role. What about this? What about this? Butler and Dudley, the Butt and Dud show, both suspended one game, right? Dud Butt. Who does that? Which team does that hurt more? I mean, the Sixers, for sure. So is that not good? good move by Dud? Yeah. He's that's that's what that's early theme in this uh, NBA playoffs. Patrick Beverly just being a pest. Dudley trying to get <laughs> get the other good guys suspended. Yeah. yeah. Dudley it's a good should, tactic. They'll win game five, okay? Right. Nets win game five. Butler and Dudley are back for game six. Dudley's got to get another suspension to get another player out for game seven. Right. Like Dudley's if Dudley's back for game six, he's just got to be going around just like just trying to start a fight. Just, yeah, just flicking balls. Yeah, yeah, lightly. Just a lot of flicking balls around the court. Yeah, it's good for him. Um. Dude, the Mets, I don't know what's happening with this DeGrom situation. Yeah. One, it's still crazy that they gave him an extension before they had to because this was the exact worry. Sure. An injury. Um, two, why would you not give him the MRI? The Yankees get injured, and the Yankees aren't the the peak of like training staff right, right now. But if the Yankees, like, if a guy even says, I feel sore, they just go... All right, let's go to an MRI. Like Gary Sanchez said, my legs are tight, and they said go to MRI right away. Right. So why? What's the what's the harm in putting Degrom in an MRI? And they might still do it, but like, why hasn't it been done already? It's not like you need to penny pinch on a flight home for Degrom and then an MRI. Yeah, and I have you seen um. David Lennon, he he's like a beat writer for the Mets, I think. I think he does Newsday stuff. He he said something something along the lines of <laughs> that the Mets, you know, they they pulled DeGrom, they sent him to the city or something, and then he was like, Yeah, I was gonna say the Mets were managing this decently well, but I just heard and saw DeGrom throwing like before he got an MRI. And it's like, yeah. what? <laughs> <laughs> Makes no sense, man. Um, and David Lennon looks like is is the actor from is Thomas Lennon? Yeah, he looks like him. I wonder if they're related. Um, Thomas Lennon, one of our favorite actors from Reno Nine One One. I love you, man. Just a lot of a lot of silly roles from Thomas Lennon. 
Tom Lennon, who? Thomas Lennon. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know that name. It. You'll know it in three, two, one. Thomas Lennon. Oh, Reno nine one one. Yeah, that's what I said. <laughs> I don't know which guy you meant. Jim Dangle. Jim Lieutenant Dangle. I love Reno nine one one. Netflix needs to get Reno nine one one. What the hell are they waiting for? Let's go talk to them. Syndergaard with another bad outing. What's his game log look like now? Because it's, uh, it's not great. I think the Mets are, uh, I saw a stat today, the Mets are bottom five in Team ERA currently. It's like Red Sox are the worst, and then it's like three bad teams, and then the Mets. They're supposed to be a pitching team, and the Yankees have good starting pitcher ERA? Wow. It's baseball, Susan. He's got a 5.9 ERA right now, but let's go look at the game logs. Foreign runs. into the game logs. Oh, shit. They're bad, Jake. Worse than I thought. I thought it was only two bad games that were tanking it. No, he's got foreign runs, then two, then four, then five, then four. Yeah. That's, uh, that's four bad starts out of five. There you go. Ugly like his hair. Ooh. No. Oh, yeah. His respect, hair's gross. Respect the hair game. No, his hair's disgusting. He's like balding on top, and then it's like gross at the back. Oh, yeah. Bingo. Opposite We're of saying flow. The same thing. <laughs> when DeGrom had long hair, he had nice, like, flow. Syndergaard's gross. Thor, you just hate Marvel, man. I like some it's Marvel a bad, stuff. bad Thor day for you. I don't like Thor, I guess. Thor you was the like best Thor. character in Thor. It's hot boy. Goddamn hot boy. Is that all? Let's go to the national news. Uh, yeah, I think. Oh, okay. Islanders are waiting. It's going to mention something about the Yankees. Nah, talking Yanks. Yeah, well, this isn't talking Yanks. Then we'll never be Royals. Yankees won. Everyone's hurt. Sharks, Jim. You're Sharks. Hurdle. Am I not Hurdle enough for the Hurdle Club? Guarantees Game 7. He leads them. In OT, there's never much love when it goes to OT. I'll pray. I'll pray for them in Game 7, Jim. Celtic sweep. Um, God makes makes me low-key mad how much people were downplaying the Celtics. And now they're back, baby. Golden State, Toronto, and Portland are all up 3-1 to one in their series. Houston and Milwaukee will go to sweep tonight. They're up 3-0. Denver, San Antonio. This is kind of the story of the first round. We're locked up at twos in that series now. Uh, the Bruins and the Leafs, a little hockey, Jim. They're going to game seven. We like that. C.T. Pan, our guy, wins the RBC Heritage on the PGA Tour. And the Bills sign T.J. Yeldon. Does that make them the AFC's favorites? C.T. Pan wins the RBC Heritage. Uh, oh, yeah. No idea. Like the, that. <laughs> I don't recognize any any of those words or acronyms or anything. C.T. So C.T. Pan, is a, that's what a gentleman goes by. Um, that's, that's a golfer's a name. C.T. The challenge great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this guy looks a little, a, a little different. I think his full name is Pan Chang Sung. Yeah. Um, Five foot six, so we'll take that. Um, yeah, nice, good for you. Ta- Taiwanese golfer, uh, yeah, guy that's your height, you can relate to. 
Um, but yeah, he he won the RBC Heritage. You know, a, a little lesser than the Masters, but congrats to CT. Congrats to CT. The Sharks, man. I was telling you this. I was watching the Sharks game last night. Ever, since I started watching the Sharks, since I redid my fandom, let me get my hat over here. Since I redid it, Jake, they're two and zero. So, I'll take some credit. Double OT, and it was good hockey. It was crazy. It's crazy because at one point, the Sharks basically scored, but the Knights defensemen saved it with their legs. Like, they dove in front and were doing full snow angel. It was bizarre. Bizarre. I thought they were going to go to replay like five minutes later, and they were going to show that cleared the line, but it didn't. Somehow they saved it. And then... Double OT, Thomas Hertal. They go down a man. You know, they don't call any penalties in playoff hockey usually, especially in overtime. Right. They called slashing. He slashed him. Like, he slashed the guy's stick right out of his hands. Just karate chopped right out. And Had to call it. Is that what you're saying? I don't think they had to call it, but it was okay. definitely 100% a slash. Right. And... Thornton's looking at the refs like, and he, you can see him say, like, it's playoff fucking hockey. And Jordan Gags in the chat saying he hates every second of this. And good. It was basically like the Sharks' whole bench was like, that's our death certificate right there. Like, right. double OT, we're so tired. And now they get an extra man for two minutes. Like, fucking this is sucks. And 30 seconds in, it's a blessing because Thomas Hurdle gets to a puck and just puts the, like a weak shot on that. But Flurry was gassed and so far out of the net. Love that. And it just went right past him. So now we got game seven. Daddy loves a tired goalkeeper. Yeah. It was it was a, a weak goal to allow. Hey, playoff hockey. That's uh, two game sevens on Tuesday. I'm now excited for that. Um, what time is the Sharks game? Because it's probably the same time as the Yankees game. Uh, yeah, ten Eastern kickoff. So I'm gonna have to have. We'll, a, uh, uh, I'm gonna have to bring in a fourth monitor in here. Lot fourth monitor. Maybe bring in like a monitor the animal. Actually, wait. I have five monitors, so I, I maybe I can use one of those. I use tech, currently. I use all five just on Yankees. So and it looks like uh, tonight we've got a couple game sixes. Caps in Carolina, Nash, Vegas, and Dallas. Um, yeah. And I, I think it's one of the more popular quotes in hockey, but it's like, no, there's no better words in hockey than game seven, um, which is kind of true, and I would love to see that. So, <laughs> Or basketball or, or baseball. Yeah, but, I mean, game seven's different and, in hockey. It really is. Yeah, I don't know. All like, sports. Like, Game 7 in baseball is crazy. It's, I mean, it's crazy and it's intense, but, like, I guess Ho- hockey's hockey, the most physical sport that yeah, you can ho- go to seven games in. Yes. Hockey is just a different animal. Playoff hockey's crazy. Like, football doesn't, football doesn't do Game 3s. <laughs> they, they don't do Game 7s. And, like, basketball, it's, like, intense, but, I mean, hockey, it's, it's everything out there. Yeah. Um. And they shake hands afterwards, Jim. That's the nice part. Yeah. What did you got on the Celtics sweeping? Yeah, I mean, I I touched upon this a little bit last week, but it was just so funny. Like, everyone was 
all all the it's a new Boston fan thing to do is to just like kind of put your team down and be like, oh, these guys don't got it. Um, and then they get hot and they're like, well, these guys got it now. And it's like, well, you're playing the worst team in the playoffs in Indy because without Oladipo, they're bad. But like literally the weeks leading up to this game, everyone was like, a, a lot of Boston guys were like, well, I think I think Indy's probably going to, they might get them. It could be seven. And no, it's a sweep. Uh, they'll get rested. Gordon Hayward's been looking good, which has been getting Boston people really excited. It'll be interesting to see uh, who they draw in round two and if they get the, you know, it's always the the sports version of are they going to be rested and ready to go or are they going to be rusty because they haven't played games? Um, so we'll find out which one of those fake narratives come up. Uh, Houston-Milwaukee, Sweeperoo City coming up. Um, Toronto has rebounded well after losing... Uh, the first game. Portland OKC is is kind of a conversation, Jim. Um, a lot of people had high hopes for Oklahoma City. Paul George has looked kind of nicked up. My my Thunder buddies are kind of freaking out. They don't know if they fire Phil, Billy Donovan or... Um, fire him. And it, it, fire him. Why not? Um, Why not? Just fire him. And I, I do think Paul George is a little hurt, which which does suck for them after doing a full season and then... After after a full season of being healthy and then you get hurt right before the playoffs, it's like, okay, this <laughs> completely blows. Um just wasted a lot of our time. Yeah, right? <laughs> like we, we got we got excited for four months. Um and then yeah, Denver San Antonio's the story, man. Um well, at least in basketball. Uh rooting for my nuggies still. It's it's looking like a seven gamer. Which uh, which could have a f- huge effect on on the Nuggets if they advance. If a lot of these other teams get out with five game series or so, I'm rooting for all game sevens and time all. slots and time slots in which I can watch the game. So not when the Yankees play, which is ten o'clock more, every night this week. More game sevens. Well, you'll be able to watch the Bruins on Tuesday. That that starts at seven Eastern. So that'll be a nice warm up. Um. Nice. I'll put and that I'll, on the TV and I'll put some baseball on the other screen so I can make some yeah. breakdowns. And I I think a lot of our current following would love some some Bruins gifts, so. Now Marissa, she does from Barcelona, she does crushes Bruins gifts. Yeah, it was a joke cuz we have a lot of New York followers. Won't well, none. All our followers are from Kansas or Wichita. Kansas and Wichita. Target market. Target market. I was gonna say something. I fucking forgot again. Oh, I was gonna T- let I was gonna let the listeners know. This is we halftime. We got a lot of halftime stuff. Okay. One halftime thing. Sure. We're gonna be later than usual this week because the Yankees are playing 10 p.m. starts Eastern time, which means late nights. Uh, so probably. Oh yeah. I mean, we we the times for John Boy Jake Rito has been pushed back and back, but yeah, don't. Don't expect the morning show if you watch live and uh, probably, you know, late afternoon release on the app. Second, second matter that I wanted to talk about that no one's going to care about. But we talked about Billy Butler for a little bit. And Taylor in the chat said Billy Butler was horrible. And I was like, I don't think he was. And then I wasn't. I looked into his career. The dude was really good hitter for a while. Just couldn't play any other position and in 2016, that's when they said no one wants a DH anymore. Like, no one wants right. a strict DH anymore. So he couldn't get a job. But he's got he's got four years in a row of an OPS that starts with eight. 
and, and then, I think his it, it was a small sample, but his last his last go around with the Yankees, I think he it's small, but he hit like three in the three hundreds. It was like three forty or something. Yeah, but it's only twelve games. But on that season, right, but, he had a seven fifty two OPS. Like he was still doing things with the bat, but he couldn't play defense, and he was a DH only, and he had some locker room problems in Kansas City. So I went to his Wikipedia, and sure. it said like. The latest we know about Billy Butler is he's playing softball in a Parks and Rec League in Idaho or something like that. And he's doing well. <laughs> he's... He rakes in that league. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That would suck. Dude, can you imagine? I I, I remember one time at, at my old job, I played like one softball game just because they were like, hey, we need a body. I was like, yeah, sure, I'll do this. Um and dude, I just remember seeing like one of the heroes of that league. He was this big lefty dude that I think played like minor league baseball. And it was like a guaranteed home run. It was kind of awesome. So like imagine someone like Billy Butler. Yeah. As of 2017, he was playing softball for a team named Farm Grade in the Idaho Falls Parks and Rec Men's League. That's good. Some someone paid Wikipedia ten bucks to put that in there. I mean, yeah, someone just put it in there. You don't think they paid the 10 bucks? No. Okay. I think they did. I think they went the extra mile. I don't think that's how it works. You just have to... You, anyone can edit Wikipedia. Uh, I think some pages have a certain, like, donate and you can be an editor thing. Yeah, so we were going to do this for a while. Uh, you have to accrue, like, good edits. Right. That they accept for a long time before you get, like, you can edit anything. And then once you get to you can edit anything, you can go fuck around in there. Right. I think someone paid 10 bucks. That's my right, take. That's fine. That's fine. All right. Game of Thrones talk. It's pretty good. the whole song. Thanks. If you don't listen to that, we were doing talking Knicks and we were coming up to the start. And I was like, all right, I'll wrap it up. So I was like, I'll try to do the song. Dude, I kind of killed it. It was better than that. Nice. Like I, it was pretty impressive. So add that to the list. Um, added, added. It's on the list. So what for, can we for, say without giving too many spoilers? Yeah, it's tough to do this because a lot of people don't like. A lot of people don't watch Game of Thrones. Right. A lot of people that watch it don't want it spoiled. So if you are in the category where you watched it, I'll say this. Right. Everyone's debating whether that was a good episode or a bad episode. Big Cat had the best tweet about it, where he said this was basically when they mic up the locker room before the Super Bowl. Yeah, I that episode did nothing for me. There were some cool moments. Yeah. I don't I don't watch Game of Thrones um, on the same manner I watch other shows and the, where like Band of Brothers uh, and some other shows that are top tier for me. I could watch those characters do anything, you know, right? Like I could watch those characters just sit around and have a conversation because I love those characters. Right. I, the story is what drives Game of Thrones for me, not the characters, because after season one and after season three, they basically told me don't get attached to any character. Right. So I'm not. Right. So I'm not. And so then, I don't care about these human moments at all, really. But I understand a lot of people do. But for me, that episode was kind of nothing. Yeah, I mean, I, I think I think I had another buddy sum it up pretty well, and he said that like this was a kind of a solid average episode of Game of Thrones because there are a lot of Thrones episodes that are you have to keep the ball moving towards something, you know, and it just sucks that knowing that this is the final season, those episodes are more frustrating. 
Um, but I mean, I think this is leading up to what's expected to be one of the best episodes of anything in television history. Yeah, the re- the next four episodes should be great. And but I mean, this next one is supposed to be the battle. Like we've you you we've heard all of the like it's going to be the longest battle scene ever recorded, and it took th- you know forty eight days to shoot or whatever it is. Like I think this is this is the honeypot. And I kind of don't like that we know who everyone's going to die next episode because they gave them they finished their storyline. Who knows who's going to die? Well, spoiler, 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 Brianna. Brianna. Well, it might not be a spoiler. These are these are guesses. Mm, I think you can pretty much say Grey Worm, Brianna of Tarth. Um, I'm blanking on his name, but okay. the eye patch dude. Yeah, and Theon. They all okay. All their storylines they got finished. They got the pinnacle of what they wanted. You got all four. Okay, we'll see. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't know about Theon. I mean, the whole episode was the crypts are safe. The crypts are safe. The crypts are safe. The crypts are safe. I'll stay with him. In the crypts. The crypts ain't gonna be safe. I mean, if there's well, no, be- they're not staying in the crypts. Him and him and Bran are staying out in the field or something to bait him in. So none of those characters are in the crypts. That's true. But yeah, fuck that up. But I still think Theon's done because, like, that completes his circle. He went from... But wouldn't it be a pretty Theon circle if, like, Bran dies and he survives? No, Bran's not. You had one fucking job, Theon! (laughs) And I think Sam said the words, we'll talk about this after. So that means Sam's dying. I mean, that's... Yeah. That's uh, movie and TV, TV writing 101. If you ever say, like, we'll... I'll tell you after. This, this is supposed to be the show that bucks all that stuff, Jim. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah, definitely. But I'm just saying my thoughts on it. Yeah. You, you, there's, there's definitely some leaders. I mean, we're going we're gonna to be losing a lot. People are pretty shocked that there really haven't been any deaths yet. Um, I think that's, that's a funny thing. And, Jim, I think the other thing that needs to be mentioned is that because normally in those other episodes that are kind of, you know, just keep the ball moving – is that you have some back-end stuff going on. You have, you know, Varys or Littlefinger or Cersei. They're doing small things that you know are going to add up later, and we don't have a lot of that going on right now because it's already like, we're here. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, and, and you're right. It, it was kind of... Like, even I, you know, I just try to take things at face value and just enjoy it, and like I, I've been saying, I love Tormund, but that episode was just like... People getting ready to die and tormented with a couple jokes, which I didn't think I thought they were. I thought they were la- the writing I thought was bad. And I thought those were lame jokes. They were a little soft. Yeah, and, they were a little soft. And Tormund like chugging the water and them all looking disgusted. I was like, what is this? This is a Big Bang Theory. Like this isn't. I mean, Sir Davos saved that. Sir Davos saved that. He's always good. He's awesome. Tormund's usually better awesome than that. Character. Give me. Yeah, they, they like. Tormund is good when there's other stuff going around and he can just hit one of those and get out of there, but they like focused on it. <laughs> it's like, all right, yeah. appreciate it, Tormund. Yeah. Next episode, though. I read the news today, oh boy, and though the news was rather sad, well, I just had to laugh.
6 o'clock. Time for the news. A woman caught her mechanic using her car to run errands and stole it back. A Florida man groped a technician who was fingerprinting him for disorderly conduct. People are pooping more than ever on the streets of San Francisco. Kodak Black is out on bail. A female MMA fighter punched a man who was allegedly masturbating at her beach photo shoot. A 10-year-old Maryland girl born without hands wins the handwriting contest. And police reunite a lost rat with a homeless man. Some good stories today. Yeah, I mean, I think we have to start with pooping in the streets of San Fran because this is something that's pretty close to you. Yeah, I mean, um, yeah, there's a lot of human poop on the streets of San Francisco. This doesn't surprise me at all. There's like tons if you go to the Tenderloin or right around where the Twitter building is, 16th and Mission. That's right where I went to school, was right in the muck of this. And yeah, I saw a lot of human shit. It's... uh. It's a lot of crackheads and homeless people because they get they get sent. Reno, Nevada sent all their psych patients. They gave them one-way bus tickets to San Francisco. Uh, San Francisco sued them and won. It was proven that this happened. So there's a lot of crazy people in San Francisco. There's like a witching hour when like it's like 2 p.m. or like 5 p.m. where they're coming down and they're searching for their next fix. And they just walk around that area of San Francisco like zombies. They'll scream right in your face. It's scary yeah. stuff. And yeah, a lot of human shit. So this does not surprise me that it's getting worse. Go visit. Go visit. Bring a sweater. It's tough because everyone's... It's so liberal. It's like save the people, save the people, you know. But then when other states are like, yeah... They'll pay for you. They're, they love saving people that are in need, and they just send all their homeless psych patients your way. It's like, oh, shit. This sucks. Got to poop? You don't even need a bathroom over there. They love it. <laughs> Ho- human feces incidents by year in San Francisco. Wow. It's up to 28,000. About to crack 30,000. That's good. Who's out there counting individual defic- deficits? Like, who, what do you, How's this work? Ooh, that's interesting. Do you think it's like sanitation patrol and they got they've got like a tally mark? Like, oh, I had eight today. How many did you have, Frank? Fifteen. Oh, check them again, Frank. Half those were dog. I saw them. No, check the poop. Bring out the poop bags. Yeah, show me your pictures. Bring out your phone. Let's get make sure these are right. I don't know. That's weird. That's, that's tough. To give a direct count on how many shits humans have taken in public in San Francisco. Like who's who's counting that? Sometimes they throw, they throw stats at you like that, and you're like, you made these up. You just made these up. You just guesstimated a whole bunch. I'm fine with it. But no one was out there counting all the human shits every day. It's That'd a tough look. How about uh, the woman who caught her mechanic using her car to run errands and then stole it back? I mean, that's a classic case, right? Ferris Bueller. The old mechanic, the mechanic borrowing cars. Penny Ivy Thompson, Jim. You got to read this one to me. I don't have access. Oh. Penny Ivy Thomas Thompson took matters into her own hands after she spotted an employee from her local garage using her truck to run errands when it was supposed to be serviced. Mississippi woman claimed 
Not only did she spot her gray Dodge being driven around town where it was for repairs, the driver was tailgating a smaller car. So that's the real problem here. If you're gonna if you're gonna be a mechanic and steal someone's car, yeah, don't tailgate. Um, but that's but yeah, also the Ferris a, Bueller. Like, it's not your car. Go fuck around. Right. Have some fun. She uh, she she followed it. Um, the the truck was at the Home Depot. She had a spare key on her, so she just took it back. That's cool. I wonder if the mechanic had any things in there, like you know, or at the shop. Ooh, what if what if he like Wait. left his wallet in there, and then he, she gets charged with robbery for stealing her car back? Yeah, that's interesting. I just want to go into the headspace of the of the mechanic when he walks out of Home Depot and the car's not there, and he has to report like because he doesn't know the owner stole it back. He could be thinking that right. someone just stole it, and then then he's in so much shit because. Then he lost a customer's car, and he has to admit he was driving there. When he found out that the owner took it back, he was probably relieved. Like, oh, my God, thank God. All right, I'm still in trouble, but that's not nearly as bad as someone else stealing a car. Yeah, that's one of those... I, I, don't, I don't know how to describe this, Jim, and you, you'll probably have a better word than me, but I like looking at different situations over time. Like, And this is kind of what you were saying, but... In the 90s, no cell phone, you know, no Uber or anything. You're, you, when that moment hits, you are in a tough place. <laughs> you don't know what your first move is. Now you go to the 2000s and you've probably got a cell phone and it's like, all right, I screwed up. I'm going to make a call and get out of here, make a plan. I'll have one of my buddies pick me up. I'll go back to the shop. I'll say I was just getting something. Won't happen again, ma'am. This one's on the house. Nowadays, it's like, okay, tough spot. Let me just hop in an Uber or something. I, I'm, I'm sure this isn't a problem. But I think it's funny that if this happens in 1998, this dude is having like the worst two hours of his life. Nowadays, you've got moves you can make. I think if this happens in 1998, he plays like, you never brought your car to this shop. Must have been a different shop. What car? What car? I don't remember. He you. just keeps saying what car. Yeah. What car? No. <laughs> Eventually, he says what car for like half an hour, and the lady just storms out of there, and he goes, we had another one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> A female MMA fighter on a beach photo shoot has taken matters into her own hands when she punched a man who was allegedly masturbating nearby. This is a tough yeah. go for the homeless guy, because here's the thing. He doesn't have access to internet. I don't think he is homeless. I think he was just like a horned up beach goer. There's like pictures of her fighting him. Yeah, I thought he was. Well, OK, let's stay with that. He was homeless. <laughs> okay <laughs> okay he was homeless because my point was doesn't have access to internet movies magazines even he's just been you know it's been his mind that's what's been getting him off forever all of a sudden right. a very sexy brazilian woman shows up in a bikini like thong just right next sure. to his house he's like oh my god finally some material Ooh, that is, I do like that. Like, if he was homeless and that's kind of where he resides, like, that's, now you're getting in his way. 
and uh for the very sexy woman in the thong bathing suit to turn out to be a mixed martial artist who then kicks your ass yeah that's the price you pay that's hilarious i thought you were just some dainty hot chick <laughs> fuck yeah and that's because obviously this this is bad times. You can't be doing this. But I will say there's some there's some nice twists here. There's uh, <laughs> I think one of the quotes is, "It was very surreal. Generally, people who are caught doing this would deny it." <laughs> he said, "No, no, no," and he continued. <laughs> so he was close. Yeah, yeah. Looks like she got a nice kick on his ass in. Also, doesn't what's looks- the Jim, I don't want to. I don't want to go too far, but you know, it's it's 2019. We want to live in this balanced world. What if the roles are flip flopped here? What if I'm a guy, you know, looking good in my bikini on the beach, taking photos, and there's a lady, you know, you know, yeah, you go kick her asses. Are you just trying to figure out ways you can get permission to kick a girl's ass? I mean, is that uh, that's? I guess that's kind of what I'm getting at. Like, if I go over there, I can't like kick the lady. No. But this lady was kicking that guy. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm gonna need the. I'm gonna need someone from the 2019 police to leave a five star review on what would happen in that situation. John Boy and Jake Radio. I had my butt pinched a couple times at weddings by like really disgusting women, and yeah, I didn't like it. So there you go. Right. I didn't kick their ass though, but well, but this feels like we're in a dangerous place. I'm fine with her beating him up. Could any of the girls that pinched your ass give you like a good fight, like a good scrap? Oh, if I got on the ground and they sat on me. Okay, there you go. So yes, and I'm a ground game guy. You are a ground game guy. So that's tough games. How about this ten year old uh, girl? She was born without hands and she won the handwriting contest. That's a big win. Big turnaround, upset. Imagine coming That's in second place. That's a huge place. win. I mean, here's what I need to know. Um, a, I mean, okay, so she's writing with kind of both her hands together there. I like that. I respect that. Were you going to say, like, if she's writing with her feet, does it not count because it's handwriting contest? No, no, no. I, okay. I that was going to go with, no. I I just want to see what kind of product she's putting out. Like, oh, you want to know if this was a gimme win? Yes. Okay. Or does she like? Actually- I want to know if basically if this girl was going to enter, was she going to win no matter what she did, or mm. like is she bringing some handwriting to the table? They don't have any pictures of it here, so that's what I'm saying. I mean, it's a nice feel good story, but I would like to see. It's not a nice feel good story for whoever came in second place. They've got an abusive, overbearing, alcoholic dad come home. You lost to a handwriting competition to a handless girl. Whip, whip. Not a fun story for that person, Jake. Jimmy, great news. So there's a video there. I don't, I don't know if it's playing for you if you're on the link there, but um, about where is it? About 30 seconds in, it shows her handwriting, and it's legit. Better than yours. Oh, I mean, so much better than mine. <laughs> you, you might be able to chop your hands off and upgrade your handwriting, because you'd, <laughs> you'd have to learn a whole new style. I'd have to start over blank, which would be yes. That would be ideal for you. If I could, I would get rid of my 
handwriting knowledge because there is none. Yeah, your handwriting is brutal, and you're dug in. The actual, I'm too, I'm too deep. Yeah, I can't, I can't shake it at this point. Hey, Jake, what'd you do this weekend? Oh, I was practicing my handwriting. Yeah. Hey, when, where, right, where, don't where, talk to me. When did you see her handwriting? Oh, you see her name here, Sarah. Sarah, it's pretty good, right? Pretty good. Pretty good. Cursive for a young girl that age? I mean, that's that's. I can't believe they still teach cursive. What a wasted, what a waste of time in class. Oh, cursive's gonna have a big comeback. Nah. Hipster handwriting, dude. Nah. Handwriting's coming back, and it's magic. So respect it. It's magic. (laughs) Um, any other story you want to go on here? You want to talk about? Uh, Kodak Black, no. Um, <laughs> the guy who gropes the technician who was fingerprinting him for disorderly conscience. <laughs> like, that's that's bad, man. That's, uh, you're guilty. <laughs> you're the most guilty. You're, the, you're so guilty. <laughs> you, uh, you can't do that. Um, so, yeah, I, th- I think that's kind of it. You don't want to talk about the homeless man who got reunited with his homeless pet rat? I'm going to click it. I'm going to need to see some strong keywords pretty quickly. I like it. Look at the picture there. It's so gross. It's the happiest old man with his pet rat. This is awesome. I'm so glad I clicked this. He's a well-known figure. So he's like the Bushman of San Francisco. We talked about him a bunch of episodes ago. He's like a known homeless guy named Chris. And uh, his his pet rat is named Lucy. So. Yeah, yeah. He he assumed Lucy was stolen after she dis- disappeared from the milk crate where he left her. Desperate to find her, he put up a note on his box asking if anyone found her. There's an outpouring of support. This is awesome. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. It's disgusting, but I'm happy for Chris. I'm happy for Chris and Lucy. Oh no, Lucy was. Hold on. Lucy is a prison. Oh, she, don't say it. Do not say it. Lucy wants to go live a rat life, and he keeps her in a milk crate. Do not say that. Lucy escaped, and society Lucy just brought her back is happy to her, with her partner. She was held captive by Chris. You could say that with any pet, then. Of course you can. Any pet that escapes, they clearly had other places they wanted to be. We don't know it was an escape. Some some sick bastard like you could have came around, snagged Lucy, and said, "You're free now. Thank me later." You think Lucy's terrified, devastated, looking for her home and her life partner? The day I willingly touch a rat. Back. The day I willingly touch a rat is the day I willingly touch a rat. Better the day. It's the better the day. Better the day. Better the day. Bet of the day, bet of the day. Jakey Jakey made a big mistakey last Friday. He ends his week three and two, starts a new week now. He cannot climb over the 500 threshold. He was 34 and 34, but he lost, so he's now 34 and 35. That's the second time he's climbed back, 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 back to 500, but can't step higher. Jake, are you going to do it? Two in a row, can you do it? I think so, Jim. Wow, he's so, so cocky. 
peacocking around here. Yeah. Um. Oh man, I've I've got a couple bad picks. Um, oh. I mean, the Bucks look kind of fun because you think Pistons are just going to quit because they're going to get swept without their best player. Uh, but that's still a lot of points. I don't want to land there. Um. You know what, Jim? Ah, God. I've got a hockey one I like. You know what? Screw it, Jim. Let's uh let's 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 put your money where your where your balls are. Oh. Yankees to win. Jeez, wow. It's 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 an even pick'em game. Yankees versus the Angels, Hat versus Harvey, both of them have been brutal. Um, the Yankees are kind of getting warm. You know, I've been pushing my, these are like the second chance, prove yourself Yankees. Harvey's been worse than Hap, which Hap hasn't been good, but Hap showed signs last start. Give me the skanks. Start off the road trip with a W. It's an even pick em game. Why not? What have the... Okay, well, this you put me in a brutal position here. Even pick them. Yes, I, sir. How am I going to disagree with you? Why would I bet against the team that I, I've tethered my heart to? Right. Who's So Matt Harvey starting for the Angels. I just want to find out a couple, a couple more. In, in sure. Front. Matt Harvey starting for the uh, Angels. And he's been bad. Hap had a good start last time out. Angels have lost... Six of their last seven. That's not good. Dude, they have the slowest 3-4 tandem in Pujols and Boar, which yeah. is good for the Yankees because right now teams that run on us are scary. Yanks are five of their last six. Halos are cold. I mean, they did have it's a, baseball. They did have a nice winning streak before that. They had a six-game yeah. winning streak before that. Uh, let's see. They have... Yeah, I mean, they've been scoring decently. They won their last game. Obviously, I'm just more interested, but this is more pregame show talk that we do on the talking right. about pregame show. So I'm just going to agree for now. Oh, my God. Almost hit the wrong button. Jake is stupid, but he's smart. Because you tied my hands. Like, there's no way I can disagree with you without a, a over-under or spread or anything. Just a straight pick them have to agree which was a bit rude but i don't know because i i have been a jinx so like did you just jinx yourself by forcing my hands time will tell i made my pick harvey's been bad huh eight earned runs six earned runs four earned runs that's not good king of new york dark knight so jay-z all his music is hard to find on the it's not on spotify and I lost, sure. I lost the page that I was on. So, okay. just playing you some Chili Peppers as the outro. Oh wow! Get your day going Yield. better. The old peppers. Thank you guys for listening. We'll be back tomorrow, uh, probably at a later time than usual because we'll be up late. Go the sports. Go the news. See ya. Thanks. <laughs>